Hello, welcome to Transparent Homeschooling with Carla Gibbons. You're listening to episode zero. I just want to take a few minutes to share my why behind starting this podcast and also to share about myself and my family. In this social media driven world, we tend to share lots of things every single day. That can be a great thing. I do it all the time. I am on Facebook and Instagram, and I love to share on there. I love to see what people are, are sharing. It's a great way to stay connected, especially during the time of this pandemic, where people are staying home a lot more. They're more isolated from their families and their friends and communities, but it can also be a source of discouragement. There's a lot of negativity out there, a lot of debates, arguments about masks, whether or not schools should open, all kinds of things. There's also lots of school pictures this time of year. It's August, back to school. Homeschoolers tend to post as many or more first day of school pictures as my traditional school friends I've noticed, probably because we still wanna make it fun and special for our kids. But I think we also may be wanting the world to know like, hey, we do regular things even though we homeschool, (laughs) which is fine. But sometimes those picture perfect pictures of the first day of school and the Pinterest worthy, perfectly organized and clean homeschool rooms, the pictures and videos of the expensive but amazing science experiments and all the craft projects and painting and et cetera, that can cause us to fall into the comparison trap. We see the mom who seems to always have it all together, seems to always do all the fun things with her kids and her kids are always dressed in matching hand-sewn outfits that she sewed herself. It may make us feel like failures. I mean, I'm sometimes that that mom, you're sometimes that mom, everybody is that mom sometimes, but we're also the opposite of of that more times than not. So don't get me wrong, I think all of those things are great. I love seeing those pictures, I love sharing those things, and they are a real moment, so please don't stop. But I just think there also needs to be more of the real and the raw moments shared and talked about. So that's what we're going to talk about. We should share the pictures of the kids on the floor in their pajamas with their messy hair or mama reading a story with her messy bun and yoga pants and her you know workout clothes that she's all got all sweaty in earlier that morning cold cup of coffee in her hand because you know we can never finish our coffee while it's still hot kids climbing all over her videos of the homeschool space with papers everywhere stacks of books that need to be sorted toys and puzzles scattered all around pencil marks on the wall, Play-Doh all over the table. You get the idea. Please tell me that I'm not alone. Your homeschool room looks like this sometimes too, right? Or maybe you don't have a homeschool room. Maybe it's your whole house that looks like that, and that's okay too. But let's share it. Let's share the real and the raw moments. And they're also so, so beautiful. On this podcast, you will hear me have conversations with homeschool parents about the real moments. We will discuss the reasons why we homeschool, what what curriculum we use and why we chose it, what we love about homeschooling, what we don't love about it, what we wish we could change about it, what our fears are, what our hopes are. We'll talk about the times we hid in the closet eating chocolate because we thought we had failed our kids or the times we just want to put the kids on the bus and send them to school and just relax because we have those moments. We'll talk about the times we cried tears of joy because we taught the, the child who had struggled for so long with, with the alphabet or with letter sounds, with reading. And then finally he was able to read his first sentence. And we did that, we taught him that. 
We can rejoice about the time the child who struggles with social anxiety and doesn't want to talk to anybody. She went up to a new kid at co-op all by herself and asked her to sit at their table at lunch. How awesome. It's so good to, to witness these moments, to be there during these moments. And I haven't got to this part yet, but the time our high school seniors graduated and we got to hand them their, their diplomas, we get to witness these milestones, the good and the bad. We get to be there for them. We're the ones teaching them. We are so privileged to be able to walk this journey with our kids. It's not easy, not even close. Aristotle said, those who educate children well are more to be honored than those who produce them. For these only gave them life, those the art of living well. And y'all, we get to do both. We get to educate the kids we brought into this world. We get to teach them how to read, how to write, how to love, how to live well. It's not easy, but it's so worth it. Nothing in this world that is worth anything came easy. It's worth it and it's worth talking about it. We need to know that we're not alone. There are so many families homeschooling for the first time right now due to this pandemic and they feel overwhelmed and they feel lost and they feel isolated. They need to know that they aren't alone. Even seasoned homeschool parents feel this way, especially now during this pandemic, a lot of the, way, the things that we used to do during the school year, we're not able to do this year because because of the pandemic, they're just not, not available anymore. And so we have a lot of new feelings. Even before this pandemic though, we still felt this way sometimes. So I want to have people on my podcast that will have conversations with me as if we were just sitting around the kitchen table, drinking coffee while the kids are playing. And I want you to feel like you're there with us, sharing in our fears, sharing in our joys and our laughter and our tears. I pray that this podcast will encourage you, give you hope, maybe give you inspiration, maybe some information that you need to know. So please grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and enjoy listening to Transparent Homeschooling. So I told you about my why. Now I just want to tell you about me, the person you're listening to. My name is Carla and I live in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, which is not far from Nashville. I've been married to my husband, Jeff Givens, for 13 years. He has always been so supportive and encouraging of the decision to homeschool. And now he's been super supportive of this decision to start this podcast. Honestly, I wouldn't have even started it if it weren't for him. I am really nervous about it. <laughs> I've really struggled with this first episode, trying to make it perfect. And he has been so encouraging and so supportive. And basically, he just won't let me give up. <laughs> so, so thankful to have him. We have four kids. Scarlett, she's 10, and she just started the fifth grade. She loves to read and write and draw, and she's really interested in music. She's starting to learn how to play the guitar, and she, she plays the piano a little bit. Everett is eight, and he just started the third grade. He loves video games and board games. Um, he's been really into Scratch, the computer programming game online. He is so good at math. He is two years ahead in math, and he amazes me every day with the type of math problems he can just do quickly in his head. Wyatt is four. He's in pre-K. He's just a silly little ball of energy and fun. He um, He's not super excited about starting school. In fact, he told me that he doesn't need to learn to read because he's going to be a race car driver and live with me forever. So, <laughs> And then we have Juliet, who's two, and she's doing preschool. She loves all things 
glittery and pink and sparkly and she's just happy most of the time. She loves doing school. She wants to do everything the big kids are doing and she's just so much fun and so, so cute. And I have homeschooled them from the very beginning. I have a background in elementary education. I always plan to teach and eventually I plan to be an administration of some sort, but I never plan to be a homeschool parent or homeschool teacher. Not even something that I even thought about or that I even realized that was as common as it is. It wasn't until I was pregnant with our first child that I really learned more about it and started thinking about it. There's not really a defining moment in my life of when and why I chose this path like some people have. It was just kind of an ongoing thought and something I was researching. I was substitute teaching in a public school at the time. I was um, hoping to be hired on as a full-time teacher the next year, but since I was pregnant, I decided pretty early on that I would be a stay-at-home mom. We were living in Georgia, and pretty much all of my friends were already thinking about homeschooling, and there was already a community there. There was a group that met at the library, and there were a couple of co-ops and tutorials, and so I was just already looking into them, already researching. I couldn't find anything exactly like I had in my mind. So I was actually looking up how to start a Montessori school or a homeschool co-op or tutorial or something like that. Well, then we had our second child, Everett, and we decided to move back to Tennessee to be around family. And um, when Scarlett was three, I started a preschool co-op in our home with a few families. And it was so much fun. We got so close and we did so many fun things. And I still think back on that time and just, I just, sometimes I just wish we could go back. It was just a lot of fun. And then when Scarlett entered the first grade, those families had decided to put their kids into school. And so I found a bigger co-op for us to join. And it's HCA Heritage Christian Academy. We've been there ever since. We love it. It's really, it's really big, probably the biggest one around this area anyway. And now I'm a board member of the co-op and I teach Latin in the tutorial there. And it's just such an amazing community of homeschoolers just all around us. We have this amazing community and it's growing tremendously this year. And this is a big reason that I'm just feeling this push to start this podcast now. I just think there's a strong need for it right now. So <laughs> now that I have blabbed on about this podcast and myself, I just want to share something that God put on my heart in the middle of the night a couple of nights ago. I had recorded an interview with a friend that evening for this podcast, and I had tried over and over and over again to record this episode zero, but gosh, I was really struggling. This is harder than I thought that it would be. I did not like anything that I was saying. I didn't like the way I sounded. I kept saying, um, or anyways, or I would forget things that I wanted to say, and I was just really discouraged. So as I was going to bed that night, I just prayed that I would stop worrying so much about it. I prayed that that this would not be about me, that Jesus would shine his light through me and reach other people, that this would be an encouragement to other people. And I just kept saying over and over again, just shine your light through me. And so about 2.45 in the morning, I woke up and I had this epiphany um, the day before in my Latin class. I take an online Latin class for adults. Um, we had actually learned the words trans and operare in Latin. When you put them together, transparare, that is what our English word transparent is derived from. So trans means through and operare means to, to appear or to come into the light. So when you put them together, 
like to appear through or to come into the light through. I thought, oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Lord. That's that's exactly what our um, you know, what this podcast is about. And I will add that when I do my episode zero. And so then I try to go to bed. And he said, Well, now I want you to look up translucent. And I just thought translucent, that's not what we're going for here. Translucent means that only some light passes through and that everything's blurry on the other side. That's kind of the opposite of what I'm going for. But I looked it up anyway. And I was kind of amazed at what I found. Lucent in Latin means to shine. So translucent means to shine through. And then I immediately thought of a stained glass window in a cathedral. When the sun shines through it, it looks like it's glowing. It's a beautiful glow of the pretty colors and the images painted on the, on the glass and the light shining through it. I thought, okay, that's really cool. And then I just thought even deeper about the meaning of this, of this podcast. I do want us to be raw and real about our struggles. I want myself and whomever I'm talking to to talk about our day as if we each have a piece of transparent glass in front of us letting you look through it into our hearts and into our homeschools. But also, as we're discussing, I just want us to create beautiful pictures on each other's glass. I want us to lift each other up, encourage one another, give the most beautiful parts of ourselves to each other, creating a beautiful stained glass windows that blur out the bad stuff and allow the light to not just pass through, but to shine through. That's what Jesus does. He paints a beautiful stained glass window on our hearts and he shines through it and makes us even more beautiful than we already were. But even further than that, while we're in those struggles, in the thick of the messes and the meltdowns with our kids, or in the middle of arguments and frustrations with our husbands, still let your light shine through. Stop and think, I want to be translucent. I want the people I love to see the light shine through the stained glass window of my heart. So after deeply thinking about this and the meaning of the words, I wonder, okay, do I need to change the name of this to translucent homeschooling? I've had transparent homeschooling on my mind for so long and I already have the Facebook group and I like the way it sounds. (laughs) But I thought, no, no, I don't. Windows, let's think about windows. So they're transparent before they become translucent. I researched this and I um, found a website called Renegade Art Glass and it had a lot of of interesting information. So I looked up a little bit about how stained glass windows were made in medieval times, back when they were so popular. So there's a process done in the manufacturing process from silica sand and other ingredients. So it has the proper clarity, the proper melting temperature, and the proper strength. It has to start out clear or transparent to have the proper clarity and strength to be translucent. I'm going to say that one more time. It has to start out clear to have the proper clarity and the proper strength to become a beautiful stained glass window. I mean, how cool is that? (laughs) And then it's stained by adding various oxides and metals to the molten glass. So we have to start out transparent to become translucent. We have to let everything out. We have to let our glass become pliable and soft in order for it to be strong enough to withstand the process of becoming a stained glass window. And that is what it is to know Jesus. You give it all up to him and you are completely transparent. So you have the clarity and strength for him to turn you into a beautiful stained glass masterpiece with his light shining through. So for this podcast, that's just what I, that's just what I want. I want us to be completely transparent. And then I really hope that something beautiful 
comes out of it. So thank you again so much for listening. I hope that you continue to listen. I'm going to post my episode one in a couple of days. I um, interviewed a, a really good friend of mine and we had some good conversations. So uh, please continue to listen and thank you so much. This is Carla Gibbons with Transparent Homeschooling.